0: reading and studying running like naruto or vets fake when up. Peg. as you can see there's a whole lot of stuff to say before this show is done so stick with, with us because what you do in pod so it's gonna have some fun so stick with us because what you do in pod is gonna have some fun mom felipe will and navi are making a podcast Hello and welcome back everybody to What You Doing, your favorite Phineas and Ferb Rewatch podcast. My name is Felipe and I am a real boy and I am not alone. I am joined by someone who would love nothing more than to relax and do nothing and potentially watch grass grow. It is Miss Navi. Navi, welcome back to the podcast. Happy 2024. How are you doing, Queen?
1: I'm doing well. I work three jobs, so that actually sounds so nice right now.
0: You would, you would be... Begging Doofenshmirtz to hit you with that, Ray. I would. Um, what's the life update on Navi on this February 4th, 2024? Uh, anything exciting happening in your life in the last few months since we last had you on the pod?
1: No, I've just been working all the time. And now, right now, I am currently podcasting while laying down. So
0: A real Uncle TV, which we, yes. we we respect you in the podcast business. Taking care of your physical health while entertaining the viewers. How kind of you.
1: I know I'm doing the Lord's work.
0: I feel like you might deserve an MVP just for that. In one of these episodes.
1: I I agree. In fact, I think I got one. <laughs> I think I gave myself an MVP award. Yeah,
0: no, last was the last time you did a podcast before I went to Will and Julia's wedding. Cause I remember listening to that on the drive to Will and Julia's wedding. Let me look it up.
1: I think um, so. Yeah.
0: Uh, what you doing podcast. Um, by the way, Navi, did you see that our boy Chappelle has a new project he's working on?
1: Yeah, I saw the TikTok.
0: Yes, um, I'm very excited. Maybe he'll talk more about anime, he said. He wants to like he wants to get in on the anime. Um, and I feel like you would appreciate that.
1: I would appreciate that. I, I, that would be top of my feed if he did that.
0: All right. So I think the last one you were here for was October 25th is when it was released. Belly of the Beast slash Moon Farm. Mm -hmm. that Um, sounds right the one that you discussed marcus pork Mm -hmm. i guess it's been me and will for a couple episodes in a row now uh maybe yeah well navi um so uh any pop culture that you've been dying to tell us that you've been consuming in the last couple weeks since we didn't get your pop culture plugs
1: well i've been listening to mostly podcasts and i've been binging behind the bastards which is a very good podcast
0: is it a game of thrones podcast
1: no 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 no. it's about uh one journalist he brings on a comedian or another guest and they just go through like weird things about like the worst people in history so they went over like saddam hussein's like erotica novels which was oh my very god fun. yeah
0: Which wow i'm reading i'm reading this and it's like the, uh, the logline is pretty hooking. There's a re- reason why the History Channel has produced hundreds of documentaries about Hitler, but only a few about Dwight D. Eisenhower. Bad guys and gals are entirely fascinating. And I agree. I do actually think that's a great concept. That, that's a really good concept, Navi.
1: Yeah, Give me their flowers. <laughs> yeah, it's a good podcast. Give it a listen.
0: Yeah, no, I definitely am. Um, because I've been clearing them out at work, I am like starting to approach potential empty podcast queue so mm-hmm. i might have time to dabble in a couple of new podcasts i'm definitely going to write that one down um and by writing it down i mean i will be listening to this at work and i will write it down at that moment
1: yes <laughs>
0: um but uh any other any other things that you definitely want to hit on in the last few months um from pop culture is that the big one that you want to talk that's
1: about? probably the big one yeah
0: Cool, 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 cool. Any I'm news I'm trying to items? watch
1: more? I'm trying to watch more movies to fill up my letterbox. Um,
0: you like have I'm some great watch... letterbox reviews, if I do say so myself.
1: Oh, thank you. um Yeah, I'm trying to watch all the stuff that was nominated for the Oscars before that ceremony. So that is a work in progress because not a lot of them are out yet.
0: Yeah. um How many have you seen? I think I've counted. I think I've seen four
1: of the best picture nominees. Yeah. I've seen six of them.
0: All right, which is the number one that I have to watch if I have not seen it yet?
1: Um, if you have not seen it yet, I would say Poor Things. Even though it is kind of weird, but I like it. It's by Yurgo Lanthimos, Yergos, who did The Favorite. Yes. Um, Yeah, so I would recommend that one.
0: I've heard it's wild. It is. Okay, I, I mean, I want to watch. I just felt like when I went to Brazil, like, everything in its mom dropped on Netflix or on theaters, like the color purple waka came out at that time um did you put the thumbs up behind me no did you just see that on my screen or no
1: yeah i see it now
0: what the oh it's because i had the thumb up is that why
1: oh.
0: that's so weird oh sorry this is not a video podcast i don't believe maybe i'll throw it up on the youtube if that's cool with you navi
1: yeah, that's cool. So anyway, here's my uh, Oscar rankings for the twenty-four of the ones that I've seen. So number one is Poor Things. Number two is Barbie, even with the terrible car commercials just halfway through the movie, yeah. and also that very like cheesy monologue that, that towards the end. Um, I don't know if this is a hot, uh, not a hot take. I've seen people on Twitter saying, like America Ferrera shouldn't have gotten an O. They're not. What do you think about that? Hmm.
0: I think she deserves the Oscar nom. I have seen Barbie, yeah. Yeah. Um, Granted, I was very depressed when I watched Barbie. So I don't think I loved it as much as I could have. Um, Mm -hmm. But I thought America Ferreira was freaking phenomenal with her. Like, let's be transparent. Like, the big moment for her was the speech. Um, I think she was phenomenal. I think the fact that she went, like, hours doing that over and over and over again and, like, I feel like just, like, the small little nuances were really great. And I'm just, like, judging on that scene alone. I think she's worthy of it. I will say um, I haven't seen all the movies that everyone's nominated. I do want to watch The Holdovers. That's what I feel like is very much up my alley from what I understand.
1: I think you would like it. Um, yeah. I did not.
0: <laughs> that's, that's very valid. I feel like, exactly. I feel like, based on what I understand, I feel like I would really like this movie. but maybe i didn't know much about it but i will definitely watch it and i feel like i can figure out why it's not a navi movie yeah um, but i think uh, i do think viola davis was snubbed for air
1: viola davis yeah i think so too well viola davis is great in everything so every viola time he has a mother. project coming out i always feel like she's not you know i
0: did want to ask while we're on the topic of movies have you seen saltburn
1: oh my god yes i have
0: did you like it or did you hate it
1: well, I wasn't a fan of Emerald Fennel's first movie, Promising Young Woman, which a lot of people liked. And then I watched this and yeah, it's better shot and I like like the performances in it, but like I don't know. It just did not work for me personally. I heard Even it's with so his, freaking weird. It is weird. You see Barry Keegan's uh dingling.
0: I heard he does hang dong in this film.
1: Yeah, it's if you appreciate that, then you would like it. In terms of the actual story, like, it just is not.
0: He also has something with a bathtub, right?
1: Oh, yeah, the the cum slur.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I won't put this episode on YouTube if this is the first Face and Fur podcast kids are going (laughs) to (laughs) get. Well, um, is there a better transition than that to talk about Face and Fur?
1: Um, wait, let me just go through the other four. So number three okay. is Oppenheimer. I felt like I had to keep the Barbenheimers together, like they're it would married. only be pair of you. Yeah, and then number four is Killers of the Flower Moon. It was good. I just watched of...
0: that in theaters, but I do want to watch it on in pieces.
1: Yeah, like it's very good. I don't think this is Scorsese's best though. And I do think there are some pacing issues. I feel like it could be shorter um and number five is the holdovers i i did not like this movie
0: okay
1: but paul giamatti is good in it same with is the Divine Divine Joy randolph.
0: randolph really good in it yeah too? i hope
1: she gets the oscar for that i think i think
0: she's the front runner good. from everything i've read yeah
1: mm-hmm. yeah because who else is nominated like uh um emily blunt is in it and yeah, I, thought I
0: thought she, she was, was great was... in oppenheimer but
1: she was fine <laughs> um
0: she was very one, like a one dimensionally written character, so it's not like she had a yeah. lot to do, but what she was given, she was really good, except for this, uh, something in the sound mixing was off where I could barely hear what she was saying over some of the sound Yeah, clips.
1: but that's like a f- issue with all of Christopher Nolan's movies. Is very, the sound
0: mixing. very valid.
1: Yeah. And then number six is Maestro. I fucking hated that movie. It was so boring. Uh, he is it long? Won- it's long, and you can tell, like, Bradley Cooper wants an Oscar so bad. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I feel like he had a really good chance with A Star Is Born, but I forget who he lost to. Um, Like, that was probably his best chance. Oh, wait, no, he was nominated for Silver Linings Playbook, right?
1: Yeah, he was nominated for that. Okay,
0: he he was really good in that role. As someone with OCD, I feel like he didn't, Mm -hmm. like, traumatize me. (laughs)
1: Yeah, uh, I would agree. Uh, I like Silver Linings Playbook. It's probably the best David O. Russell movie, but yeah, yeah. Anyway, Uh, we can talk about Phineas and Ferb now. That's like the main point.
0: Yeah. um, All right. So Phineas and Ferb. um, So this first episode is going to be Phineas and Ferb interrupted. Basically, Mm -hmm. Candace wants Linda to spend the day with her since she's off from work or whatever that day. And she's like, okay, let's just watch Phineas and Ferb in the backyard. However, of course, this is the one day that Schmertz, his dull and boringinator, zapped them. So they are so freaking dull and boring. Uh, this means that uh, they are very dull. And we spend a lot of the time of the episode uh, with Agent P, who goes and rewinds the clock and fi- finds out what happened. And then he's trying to fix it, to fix Phineas and Ferb. And Doofenshmirtz wants him to be uh, hit with the reverse of it so that he can be the most interesting person and everyone else is dumb uh, and dull. So Navi, overall thoughts. Did you remember this episode? Did you enjoy this episode?
1: Well, my big takeaway was that I do kind of feel bad for Linda because she just wants to hang out with her daughter like it's been a while. And all she wants to do is like tell on tattle on her brothers, which is kind of I I would be annoyed if I were Linda.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. And she just wants to like lounge. And then she's like, literally, we're going to watch these two kids today. Like, why can't we go to the movies? Why can't we go to the spa? Um, Are you a mother daughter spa day, girly?
1: I'm admittedly not a big spa person.
0: That's very valid. Yeah. Um, is there, like, something you do with your mom that's, like, mother-daughter time?
1: Uh, I think it's mostly, honestly, like, doing chores. Like, she loves, like, doing stuff, like, especially, like, outside with, like, the car or whatever. So we'll just do yeah. that.
0: That's valid. I'm trying to think, do I do anything specific with my mom? Um, I think my mom... If I'm ever by myself with her, we'll like go to a pool or to a beach. She likes that kind of stuff. Um, uh-huh. So that's, I guess, something I do with my mom. Will, sound out something specific you do with your mom. Um, and listeners, too, reach out. Um, Navi, do you think we still have lost Giovanni as a listener?
1: I mean, we haven't gotten an email from him, have we?
0: Yeah. Giovanni, let us know if you're still out there. I'm worried about him. I do know he got an episode on Renap, and I was very excited for our boy. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know what it was, but he told me that, and I was like, pop off, king.
1: Yeah. Um, Hope you're living your best life. Yeah.
0: Giovanni, if you're out there, reach out. Did I tell you about uh, the stand-up show that I went to the other day and um, how there was a listener of my podcast, Out in the Wild? Really? Yes, so I get up there and I go to third wheel comedy, and I remember now getting tweets from Quay. But uh, a couple months ago, I might have sent this to you and Will. I was like, someone just tweeted at me that they missed my Scooby Doo podcast. I have a real fan out there, um, hey. tweeting about the Scooby Doo cinematic universe, and then I forgot about that. And then um, I show up at this thing, and it's the Q T mic, uh, third wheel on Wednesdays, everyone. If you're in the L.A. area, but it's a queer mic uh so I go and then I do my set and in it I was like yeah I'll plug my podcast because I'm working out this set for this show that I'm in called Goats in Love uh Goats LA sorry Goat Show LA Aliens in Love uh and it's probably already happened by the time that this episode is released but uh she I do my alien set and in the end I'm talking about Scooby-Doo Alien Invaders and then the next music is uh, one of the Scooby-Doo soundtrack songs, and then she like goes on for a full minute about like how she loves the Brazilian dragon, um, how she she's a Scooby Snacks and Chats girly. She tells everyone to go listen to it. I was like Quay, and then I gave her my number, and she also called me quote her celebrity crush. So wow,
1: look at you. So
0: I got her number. I slid her those digits, and I hope to hang out with her. And if she's listening to this, hi Quay.
1: Hi, Quay.
0: Um, so she knows who you are then Because she probably listened to Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed And knew about our uh, Normalizing Mommy campaign
1: Yeah I hope she's anti Normalize Mommy Weren't
0: you the one who said
1: normalize Mommy? No, I, I'm anti Abnormalize okay. it, please
0: So who was normalizing it? Was it Will or was it Jacob?
1: Literally everyone else on the podcast
0: I was not normalizing Mommy I was normalizing Bunny on that one. Scooby-Doo and the bunny drawing. I don't know.
1: Yeah, um, we'll abnormalize that too then.
0: <laughs> anyways, Navi, so what else did you have um, in mind for this episode? Like, uh, How would you anything of note? Uh, was this better than reading? I'm sure we'll talk about this, but this is a thought that popped into my head when I was watching.
1: Um, I mean, if I was brainwashed into just sitting around and watching grass grow, then that would be fine. But if it was not brainwashed, and I was just forced to sit around and watch grass grow, I would want to commit seppuku. Like, I...
0: (laughs) We don't want that.
1: No. Because I can only stay with my own thoughts for so long, you know what I mean?
0: Girl, same. Uh, Yeah. It'd be struggling out here uh, sometimes with the ADHD. Um...
1: I need to to be... (laughs) stimulated externally <laughs> yeah, that's not how I wanted to say that but you know what I mean I, like, I need to interact with the I need to be tactile with the world you know mm-hmm.
0: yeah um, what if we had what you do in out of context would they clip that
1: Honestly, with some of the stuff I've said, especially the past few months where I just kind of stopped caring about everything, uh, no, I would not be surprised.
0: Very valid, very valid. All right, Um, any any other thoughts about the Phineas and Ferb episode? Like, what did you think of the Doof and plot?
1: I, I actually really liked it. I like that it was more so... Because I feel like often with the Doof and Perry thing, it's usually Doof that's kind of in the limelight, you know. Mm-hmm. Um and this one felt a bit more equal in terms of that. Like it's still mostly doof, but we did get a bit more Perry in him trying to you know, save his uh owners. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I appreciated that. Like you saw more of the dynamic or more of a connection between the doof and Perry and the Phineas and Ferb plot beyond the uh whatever invention that he has destroying whatever the boys were working on
0: so did you like the mechanism where carl had to show him the footage from doofenshmirtz's home
1: that was my favorite part of the episode
0: yeah and that i like how they they really like swung with like the timeline story structure and i really like this
1: dad bod
0: yeah i mean heinz can get it honestly
1: Will, do you agree?
0: <laughs> um, anyways. Uh, I, um, sorry, uh, we we get Perry going back to fix it, and I did laugh at when Doofus was like, oh, that's very smart. You're going to make me even more awesome, so everyone all around me is very dull and bull- boring. Um, it was like he wanted to turn into Tyson.
1: Yeah, and I am a big Tyson girly, so I appreciated that.
0: Yeah. Him um did you uh do you listen to his podcast too or uh honestly
1: uh he like i always put whenever survivor season's on he is the for his podcast on um the ringer is the first one i listen to even before rhap if
0: i'm the co-host that people are like lukewarm on right
1: yeah it's usually the co-host because dyson's like very like just like yeah i guess this happened Yeah. he's like very like dry sense of humor which is very funny and he's obviously like kind of like effing with the audience at points it's very good
0: yeah no um did he have any really interesting guests or i feel like it was like the whole cast of 42 besides the one i basically to care about.
1: basically yeah um
0: was that. yeah but it uh, was
1: good because it was tyson so yeah
0: tyson is great he was uh, i wish I had actually gotten to talk to him in Brea, but he just kind of sat at a table with Danny like a mafia boss and oh. like had people like come to him. Wow. There. and I was like, that's badass. But then I was like too intimidated. Like um, Tyson is one of my all time favorites. Um, I think Tyson is a very underrated like player and, and like yeah, winner. I feel like people don't talk about him in the top five, which he should be for that game. Yeah,
1: like his win was so dominant. I
0: think his win was more impressive than either of Tony's. Don't at I me. agree. Jeremy also. I feel the same way about Jeremy. Um, I think Jeremy. I is think like... Jeremy
1: is also very underrated as a player. Yeah. I just don't like. First off, I just never see him getting voted out pre-jury. Yeah. Ever. So he's just
0: so fucking likable.
1: Yeah. I the, the one clip or one moment that I always loved and have loved since the episode aired. I it's this has been making the circles around Twitter. But I was there day one when he was like. Yeah, and he said racist. He was talking about John Rocker oh, yeah. and like his past. My favorite he was, is like uh... he said racist and homosexual stuff. <laughs> and when you're like you hear racist, you're like, oh no. But then you hear the homosexual, you're like, oh, go on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I remember he I remember watching it like and I was like, wait, I think he meant homo uh phobic (laughs) um and i i another one that i was there day one because i was like in the san juan del Sur podcast streets navi i was down bad for i'm a meat collector and then michael snow came on the podcast and said i'm a meat collector like and but surround and drown we don't talk about that enough these days
1: i know it's so good San Juan, San Juan del Sur was so good.
0: San Juan del Sur is a top five season. Don't at me.
1: Yeah. 2014 Survivor popped off, man.
0: We really ate that year. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, Blood versus Water to San Juan del Sur, like, what a peak. And also, like, I remember the Worlds Apart pre-merge very fondly because mm-hmm. I was doing, like, my college visits on the West Coast and my mom and I road tripped around California. So I listened to a lot of, like, Worlds Apart content in the pre-merge. Like, specifically, like, when Josh It was Wiggler... so goofy. It's so goofy. Honestly, like the pre-merge of Worlds Apart, if we don't talk about the second half, it's very fun.
1: Yeah, it is so good. Um I get why it has so many entries on the funny one fifteen.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um I also think that uh we don't talk about Haley Ford enough in society anymore.
1: She is very funny. Like she's very like underrated like funny contestant.
0: I, I would be that. here for a Haley Ford three.
1: Me too, to be honest. Put her on
0: Survivor 50.
1: I loved when she was on Game Changers because she was like, "Okay, I guess I'm here now."
0: <laughs> I thought she should have been there regardless, but I like how she like was also like aware that she was like, "What the fuck am I doing here?" Yeah. Um, but I remember like the "I didn't consent" meme was popping up everywhere mm-hmm. after she said that, like at the double tribal council, and she's like, "I didn't consent," and like her mouth is right here. Mm-hmm. I, what a queen! um yeah
1: anything Uh, else about the episode that we want to
0: talk about i mean we went on a survivor tangent so i think that's time that we cut it for that episode um what did you think of the song quickly before we do transition to the next episode
1: um it was fine
0: i really like the songs in both episodes i i feel like you probably like the second song more
1: yeah i did prefer the second song more this yeah. one is just kind of r- spoiler alert this one does not make the playlist but the next I'll one does like... for
0: me mm-hmm. I, I liked both um mm-hmm. but again i had already taken my melatonin for the night a real melatonin not a chapella but mm-hmm. i could understand if you uh
1: what's in a Chapelatonin?
0: have you seen a Medea homecoming i have not okay um
1: but I listened to the podcast, and that podcast was insane.
0: It was so good. top five podcast I've ever listened to, but it's um it's it's uh it's a, one of the chocolates that Medea likes to partake in
1: oh okay. see that wasn't even like the in the top twenty of the craziest things that happened in that movie
0: no, yeah uh, when she rides on a bike when she's a mm-hmm. doorbell on a bike with on a mm-hmm. bike with no saddle, what was the quote
1: something remember. like
0: that yeah. yeah. Anyway. It was
1: years ago, and by years I mean like last year.
0: <laughs> no, it was 2 years ago. I'll two give you that. 2 years
1: ago. Okay. What is time even?
0: I don't know. Anyways, let's talk about a real boy. So, heinz thinks that Vanessa is overhearing him on Zoom when he's talking to Rodney. And what was his son's name? Orville? Something
1: Oliver? like that.
0: Yeah, um uh, but uh he then so Vanessa has uh next to him and Doof is on Zoom or Skype. And Ronnie says that boys are better, basically. And then mm-hmm. he's like, oh, I wouldn't rather have a son. But he's talking and he thinks Vanessa overhears her. Meanwhile, Norm wants to be a real boy with Doofenshmirtz. And he wants to play the son role uh, at the Flynn Fetcher household. Candace has Stacy hypnotize her into ignoring the need to bust her brothers so that she can spend the entire afternoon relaxing with Jeremy. And so like, if she says something, it's don't bust them. And then uh, if she hears leaping lizard, then she wants to bust them um what'd you think of this episode Navi
1: um I liked it uh I really I I didn't look whenever there's like the oh you misheard the phone call and oh no you you heard the wrong thing and now you're mad at me like that's kind of like whatever but the thing is I like both Vanessa and Doof and seeing them sort of enact this trope was very fun and interesting I thought
0: I agree with you there. I think it was very fun. It was very quirky. Um, and what, I, what did you think of the Norm part of the episode?
1: Uh, I love, Norm just wants to be acknowledged, man.
0: Relatable King. I know. Um, and then my favorite in this episode, spoiler alert for my point, is going to be Mr. Major Monogram. I thought he was very funny in this episode. He
1: was firing on all cylinders.
0: Like they executed him perfectly. I don't even remember what he did or said. I just remember really appreciating that performance in that episode. Mm-hmm. Um, was this the episode that they had like the leaping lizard, like sing along salamander? Like they kept doing that.
1: Yeah, this was. It was this episode. It was not. The previous one okay so.
0: i was trying to think what were what was the thing that she had to hear to like not want to bust them um, i'm looking it up here in like what the,
1: the the trigger word or whatever yeah the, the trigger word yeah
0: holy guacamole that's what it yeah. is
1: yeah
0: um and then it made me want guacamole
1: me too i just ran out of guacamole i'm sad
0: do you have do you make your own guacamole or do you buy it from the store
1: no uh costco usually has oh the little tail, tins so, yeah
0: yeah um because then I, if you
1: get like the giant thing and you keep it it turns brown which is not yeah.
0: nice what's your favorite thing to um eat guacamole with
1: i usually like put it on my bread and then i put um a sunny side egg on it and then i load it up with hot sauce and pepper and all that stuff so,
0: so. a real um a real avocado toast
1: yeah i mainly just don't want to taste the egg you know
0: valid um anything from this episode that you really want to hit this one i had fun with i thought major monogram was great um it's just like
1: it's just like a solid all-around episode like i don't know what like it's just a good episode like it's just one of those things where i don't think there's anything that we can really like dissect or talk about it's just a good episode
0: yeah exactly it's like Like, i liked it
1: more than um the episode we talked about before i think
0: i actually don't know i need to figure i need to think about this um maybe because i was more tired for the second episode Mm. um yeah uh unrelated to this before we transition to our spreadsheet stuff. Are you watching Australian Survivor?
1: Uh, I have not watched it yet, but I want to start it tomorrow.
0: Like you haven't seen any of it? No. Okay. I am, this is my first season back. It's making me want to go watch international seasons I missed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm loving it. I'm loving this season. I think Australian Survivor is the best Survivor. And I think it's not because... Of I think 45 was great. I just am tired of the small tribes. And I love how you can be more creative in a big tribe. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot more action that happens week episode to episode in a big tribe versus yeah. in these small tribes.
1: I agree. A hundred percent.
0: Yeah. And it's also like, I don't know. I think there's like so many more permutations of things. It, I, I just think it's better all around. Mm-hmm. Um Anyways, uh, should we go to the spreadsheet stuff?
1: Sure. Uh,
0: so what do we have to talk about today, Navi?
1: Um, So like non-spreadsheet related. So we already talked about the playlist, so we won't touch on that again. Um, oh,
0: do you want some breaking news?
1: Oh, whatever. Record what is, of the year. What?
0: Do you know who it was?
1: Um, Who was nominated?
0: I'll tell you. Um, we got Not Strong Enough by Boy Genius, mm-hmm. Antihero by Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. Flowers by Miley Cyrus, mm-hmm. What Was I Made for, Billie Eilish, Worship mm-hmm. John Batiste, uh, Oh My Mama, Victoria Monet, Vampire mm-hmm. Olivia Rodrigo, and Kill Bill by Zizza.
1: I it I wanted to be either Victoria Monet or SZA, but it probably isn't them. It's probably either Taylor or Billie Irish.
0: It was actually... I could buy myself flowers. Okay.
1: Miley, even though I don't really like that song, I'm glad Miley got it.
0: Yeah. Um, Victoria Monet, for whatever reason, I thought of Victoria from, not Victoria Justice, uh, Tina. Who was her sister? Trina. Trina.
1: Oh, okay.
0: I thought, for whatever reason, her name was who popped up. Trina from Victoria's. Um is victoria monet single
1: i don't know but listen to jaguar the second or jaguar 2 whatever it's called it's good album
0: damn it i think she is taken she's very hot Mm -hmm. okay anyways um navi i interrupted you
1: well for spreadsheet stuff like before we get into the actual spreadsheet stuff we'll just do our little superlatives that we do um so i guess uh we touched on this but doing something outdoor like having been hit by the dolinator, or whatever
0: i would rather read
1: yeah yeah we, we all know my answer um what impresses professor what oh. impresses professor this two episodes
0: i think so i don't know why not Uh, maybe not the second episode but definitely the first I do want to say I did laugh at the oh you know that thing that we has the little suction that pops up (laughs) you know that was funny I was like Uh what is that thing called
1: no I agree Um, what other superlatives do we have it's been a hot minute since I've done this Uh, Um, music
0: playlist I say yes for both you say only the norm song
1: yeah norm song it on um all right so i guess we'll go into our tiers here for the episodes so just a refresher um our top tier is queen of mars uh second tier would be yummy 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 middle of the road is okay um below average is satellite fell to earth and then like f tier is busted and I'm the only person who has any episodes in Busted so far, despite not being on as few episodes.
0: <laughs> Wait, so can you catch us up? Where? What did you put where in the and, um Okay. Let me try to log into the Gmail so I can also get a
1: visual. Yeah, it's kind of hard to edit the spreadsheet on my phone. I'm not going to lie. Um, okay, so... For the episodes that I missed. So, the Phineas and Sinfer birthday um, clip-orama. I put to Satellite Fell to Earth, mainly because I'm just not a big clip show guy, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so that goes there. Ask a foolish question, I put in Yummy, Yummy, Yummy. I put these tears in as I was watching it, like week to week. So, I don't know why I put it in Yummy, 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 but I did. A uh, misperceived metronome was also in yummy, yummy, yummy. Where did you guys put fall on these episodes, by the way? Well,
0: I don't want to be a dummy and ask you for what our password is for the email on air. So I'm text trying to find it in the chat. But if you want to text it to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I think I remember what it is or some variation. All right, cool. I found it in the chat. Okay, okay never um, mind. let me tell you what I thought of it um what was your question so i can vamp uh, what, time?
1: where did you guys where did you and will fall on for like the episodes <sighs> that i was not available for
0: um uh i it was either really like not a busted but it was either like an eh or like oh this is like really creative new ground that they're covering um i feel like if it was like kind of a ho-hum episode, it was like more of the predictable season one, two. And I think we're kind of like oversaturated on that. So like mm-hmm. a lot of our more favorites was the experimental stuff from the last episode, which was like the Chinese dynasty one and the caveman one where they're back mm-hmm. in time. I really yeah. liked the great indoors, which was like, I feel like really revolutionary. Uh, I That's why I think I like the first episode because it feels like so different than what we're used to from phineas and ferb but um i can't speak for will um so what, what what do you see from his data
1: um let me see so let me put this back in um so he did both of you ended up putting tristone area in queen of mars and i yeah. also put it in queen of mars mainly because i remember the one caveman episode where candace states that caveman guy to, and takes him to the party and yeah. apparently a lot of people were like it's misogynistic apparently but I, I was like it. yeah and I was like no you just don't understand <laughs> Um, I put it in Queen of Mars as well To um uh, if, that should have been we didn't do these tier lists we just ranked them one to whatever I regret not putting it in w- number one because I thought it was funny to put it in number one Um, so I'm going to put this in Queen of Mars um Tristone area um and then you can cut this part out. No, keep here. going. Like, I the finally part got where in. Just... I
0: had to text Will because it was like, it went to his phone.
1: Yeah, um, and then.
0: All right. I'm popping in. So season three, Tears. Yeah. All right. So uh, you put a couple of things in the yummy, yummy, yummy. Uh, any things that you want to add about Oh wait, no, that's him. Oh my god, I'm so stupid. <laughs> I was like, wait, okay, so you put um, which one you put in Queen of Mars? I finally got in. You looked to the Christmas. Cri- uh, Queen of Mars
1: was tri stone area.
0: Okay. Um, what was the last one you were here for? Moon farm, right? Where would you put the cliptastic clipporama Uh
1: f- satellite filter. Earth. It's just a clip show, so.
0: All right. Um what about, oh, you put, you said Satellite fell to Earth. Mm-hmm. My bad. Um, and then I'll change the color of that. Uh, what about the next one, which is?
1: Ask a Foolish Question? Ask
0: or... a Foolish Question, yes.
1: Yeah, so Ask a Foolish Question and Misperceived Metronome are both in yummy, yummy, yummy.
0: Awesome.
1: And then Candace Disconnected and Magic Carpet Ride are in okay.
0: So, 305 and 3 are yummy, yummy, yummy. And then I'll change the colors later. And then Candace Disconnected, Magic Carpet right? Okay. Anything to say yeah. about those episodes or not really?
1: Not really. They were just pretty paint by numbers, I'd say. Paint by numbers, Phineas and Ferb episodes. Yeah. In my opinion. Um, All right.
0: Uh, what about the Bad Hair Day Meatloaf Surprise?
1: Both of them are in Yummy, Yummy, Yummy. I really like the Meatloaf song. <laughs> Me love song went hard.
0: I'm not surprised at all that you like that song. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then what else uh, do we have next? We have Tristone Area. We already did Doof Dynasty.
1: Yummy, yummy, yummy.
0: Cool. And then Phineas and Ferb Interrupted. Let's talk about this episode.
1: Yeah. Um. Initially, I was going to put a yummy, yummy. But the more we talked about it, I realized that I'm just kind of okay on it. Like, it was fine.
0: All right. And what about a real boy, Navi?
1: Real boy goes in Yummy Yummy Yummy. I Love Me a Norm episode.
0: Awesome. So uh, let me tell you where Will had. Will had both Phineas uh, and Ferb Interrupted and a real boy in Yummy Yummy Yummy. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm going to put Phineas and Ferb Interrupted for sure in Yummy Yummy Yummy. But I think I'm going to put a real boy down in OK. I don't know. I feel like I don't. I feel like I won't remember it other than it being like. A norm centric plot but i feel like i won't remember much in a few weeks and i feel sad because i feel like you and will love this episode and i wish i could love it just as much mm-hmm. but that's just how the cookie crumbled um and yeah so navi anything else you want to add about this stuff or should we get to the more interesting segment that i we have to talk about today and that yeah, is casting to... you up on points yeah on
1: point. yeah all
0: right so just to reset uh navi was last here for um, the Moon Farm episode and Belly of the Beast, where she gave herself the two points because she survived the episode, if I believe that was correct. Yeah, um, I
1: suffered for all of you.
0: So, Phineas one for one and a half of you
1: or who are listening. <laughs> anyway, go on. Uh,
0: 304, Phineas' birthday Cliporama.
1: Um, I mean, it was Phineas' birthday. I'll give it to him.
0: Alright, so Phineas, is that his first point for the season? No, I, I gave him one when he was being very sassy in one episode. Mm. Um, but yeah, what about Ask a Foolish Question?
1: Um, I would give it to the supercomputer.
0: Supercomputer gets another point. Misperceived metronome. Irving. Irving, your boy Irving. I was yes. like, she's gonna give it to Irving. Uh, Candace disconnected.
1: Um, honestly, I don't know. I'll look i'll make it three for three i'll give candace the point
0: awesome all right what about magic carpet ride
1: um i guess i'll give it to candace again okay. she's the one who stood out to me the most that episode
0: cool what about bad hair day stacy stacy meatloaf surprise
1: um the guy who sang the meatloaf song
0: song singer and will can fix that later Tri-Stone area.
1: Um, the you know the the ex the the caveman that Candace took to season the party one. in caveman. season one. Yeah.
0: Doof Dynasty.
1: Doof Dynasty. Um, I do kind of want to give it to Doofus Khan, even though he already has a yeah. point. Yeah, give it to Doofus Khan.
0: All right, and what about Phineas and Ferb interrupted?
1: Well, I say that Will gave Linda the point, but I don't know. I feel like she was like the LVP. Like, she didn't really get to hang out with Candace the way she wanted to.
0: Well, luckily, you get to say that, and Will doesn't get to dispute it.
1: Uh, True. We also Um, didn't
0: talk about how she was like a disco diva at the end.
1: True. I'll give this one to Perry.
0: Great choice. Great choice. Yeah, like you said, Will gave it to Linda. I am gonna give it to Isabella. I think Isabella had a good episode. I think she was, like, very frazzled of, like, why are they so freaking boring? Mm -hmm. And, yeah, she gets my point for that. Uh, Will gave Vanessa the point for a real boy. What do you feel about his opinion here?
1: Yeah, I think that's a solid choice. I'm Um, gonna give it to Norm.
0: I... Felt like I could see that coming. And I shouted him out earlier. I'm gonna give mine to Major Monogram for this episode. I mm-hmm. thought he was great. Um, so is that his first point for the season?
1: Looks like it.
0: Oh wow. Norm's first point for the season. We got Isabella with two points now. Um, yeah, so Irving joins you and Baljit and the supercomputer. Mm-hmm. And Linda and Phineas and Isabella and Dufus Khan and Pear the Platypus, all in the Navi tier for this season. Wow. Yeah, I'm very, very excited. Uh, Ferb still yet to get a point this season. Carl, Susie, Buford, Jenny. Who is Steve? Oh, Steve the Chameleon, Lawrence and Meep, all regulars that have yet to get a point. Um, Navi, do you have anything else to add about these episodes?
1: No, I'm just glad to get back on the wagon or off the wagon. I don't know. This yeah. is a Seinfeld reference. But.
0: Well, we talked about how you wanted to abnormalize Mommy, but the next episode we have to discuss is Mommy, Can You Hear Me? Road trip. So I'm excited about that. What do you think these two episodes are about, Navi?
1: Um, I don't know, but I will definitely start the next episode by saying, Mommy, sorry. Mommy, sorry. Mommy, Sorry. Mommy, sorry. <laughs>
0: silly silly um yeah no i think Phineas and ferber are gonna go on a road trip and then do you think shaka khan will reappear in the last world episode they did they had shaka khan and clay aiken sing a song
1: yeah i hope shaka khan comes back but i think she was a one and done was she not
0: probably yeah. um yeah well navi where can the good people of the internet keep up with you
1: um, you can follow me on social media, specifically letterboxed at cause I'm Navi. And that's about it.
0: Um and what is your pop culture plug for today, Sunday, February fourth?
1: Um I'll just plug behind the bastards again. It's good of uh, it's a good podcast. Give it a listen.
0: Cool, 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 cool. So um, you can follow me on all social media with the fleep. Um, you can also follow the Brazilian Dragon on Instagram to keep up with all my podcasting and comedy stuff. Um, you can also follow me on Letterbox Brazilian Dragon on that um, to hear my unhinged takes. Uh, and in terms of LA stuff, I think this is probably going to be out by then. So uh, if it for whatever reason is out before Goat Showed LA on February 9th, and I'm going to try to post some clips on my instagram and on my tiktok at the brazilian dragon um but yeah otherwise uh i am doing some more brazilian dragon content matt scott media made me should be out in your feeds now Mm -hmm. i'm very excited about that one and we're trying to get back on some scooby-doo podcasting as soon as possible um and with that said my pop culture plug is going to be jeanette mccurdy's book i wish my mom died or i'm glad my mom died Mm -hmm. um i've been reading it lately i'm getting into reading navi doing my best And I'm reading her uh, memoir. I'm glad my mom died. It's very fascinating, very good, and also the aforementioned Australian Survivor. Um, Navi, since we talked about the Glory Days of San Juan del Sur podcast, do you want to leave a hashtag in case anyone got to the end of this episode?
1: Sure. Uh, Hashtag racist and homosexual stuff.
0: Yes. Oh, my God. I love it. Um, With all that said, um, until next time, mommy, are we there yet? Road trip uh, until next time, corndog, corn dog, Yummy, yummy, yummy.
1: Bye. I know
0: you know what you're doing today. I know you know what you're doing. Isabella Buford, Phineas and Ferb. Candice gonna bust you if you...